You have found The Drop Podcast, recorded live at the spacious STL All Sports Radio Studios. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. I am Lance Descott and this is The Drop Podcast the podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and any hot topic within the NHL. As you guys know, we do full game recaps, and in this full game recap, we're going to be going over the Blues versus the Senators, which was played at Scott Trade Center in St. Louis on January 17th of this year. Um, The Blues were on a homestand, a six-game homestand after Christmas, and they went 3-3 and on that homestand. So, you know, 500 is not what the Blues need to play considering the way the standings are in the NHL and how much, uh, you know, every team is close to each other. They needed a much better uh, 4-2 and or 5-1 record, but they didn't get it. So we were positive going into the uh, road trip against the Kings, the Sharks, and Anaheim that the Blues might come out of it. It would be three tough games. They would start uh, against the Kings and um, lost 5-1 to one in that game. They would come back and shut out San Jose 4 to nothing, and then they would win 2-1 to one in overtime against Anaheim. So 2-1 and one on the road trip. We're getting excited. We're thinking this team might be over the hump. A great display of how the Blues need to play. If you watch that San Jose Shark game and you watch the Anaheim game or watch the highlights, the Blues are playing their game. They're playing strong defense. They're pushing the puck up. They're able to put pressure in the offensive end. They're keeping puck in the offensive zone. They're getting good scoring opportunities. They're deflecting the puck from slap shots out on the blue line or near the uh, face-off circles. They're doing everything they should, and that's why they won those two games. So going into this game against the Senators, we were very hopeful. However, if I'm not mistaken the blues have not beat the senators at scott trade i believe since 2010 or 2009 so the senators have a very good record at scott trade center going into this game Uh, the blues really need to come out strong in this one we're hoping they would and they did they came out and looked just like the team that had beat the sharks four to nothing and anaheim two to one a couple minutes into the game though Ottawa would get the lead and get that very important first goal of the game. Five fans on now a backhand shot. Hutton makes a save on that. Two Thunder Bay boys going nose to nose there. Now rebound. Pajot jams out and scores. John Gabriel Pajot taps it home and it's one nothing Ottawa. This is persistent work here by Jean Gabriel Pajot. Carter Hutton doesn't even know where the puck is after it's in the net already as the puck had been thrown out to the front of the net. This is just real resilience here. Popped right out, Pajot jams it away as Joel Edmondson can't get a stick on it. Hutton's late on the play trying to find it. Pajot is able to jam it right between the legs. But Hutton really lost sight of the puck on that one. And uh, Jean-Gabriel Pajot was able to put it past him. Nice effort by Pajot. He didn't give up on that one and got his fifth goal of the season. It was assisted by uh, Pyatt, his sixth assist, and by Carlson. Uh, their top player, uh, 29 assists, guys. Very good passer. 
He knows when to pass, knows when not to pass. Just an all-around great player for uh, the Ottawa Senators. And as I stated, that was three minutes and three seconds into the game, and it gives Ottawa the one to nothing lead. The Blues did not let that get to them. I know sometimes in the past when they give up that quick goal, it seems like it deflates them, but they kept pressuring and pressuring. Carter Hutton stayed strong to keep it at just a one to nothing game, and the Blues put some pressure on uh, the Senators in the, the Blues offensive end and made it uh, one to one on this goal by Paul Stasny about nine and a half minutes in to the first period. That's blocked. They'll cross to Steen. Wide open. Back to Bo Meester. Shot. Condon's leaning over to his right, but this little redirection in the high slot. Two guys in front. Paul Stasny looked to me like he got that on the back side of his blade. And a good shot pass by Jay Bowmeister there. And yes, you've got Schwartz there, and you've got Stastny. And here's the backhand of the blade. And yep, clearly it's going to be Stastny's goal. A great shot by Bowmeister and a great deflection by Stastny. Guys, a beautiful goal. Go back and watch the video of this. Stastny was a key to their success in uh, San Jose and also Anaheim. Played very good games in those two and continues his success in this game against the Senators with his 11th goal. Bo Meester on that hard shot gets his eighth assist. Steen gets another assist, his 21st, and that's nine minutes and 34 seconds into the first period. Guys, we've got a great game. Uh, excellent game. I hope you got to watch it or at least listen to it on the radio. Both of these teams are playing very well. Uh, they're putting pressure on the goalie. They're playing good defense. And it would continue to do that into the second period. Tied one-to-one. -one. They come out in the second period playing the exact same type of game. You're excited about the way the Blues are playing. You're sitting here thinking to yourself, maybe the Blues are going to be consistent. Win three or four in a row. Maybe lose one. Maybe lose two and then win three or four. That's what they need to do. They really need at this point of the season to win three out of five to keep them going, to be a little bit above 500 to where they need to be to make the playoffs. There's so few points separating these teams, guys, and they've got to start playing their best hockey. And they were playing very well up until just a little bit over the 13-minute mark when they uh, gave up a bad penalty and Otto went on the power play and got a goal by Mike Hoffman, his 13th of the season. Derek Carlson, back to foot up. Feeds across, turns the drive, it goes off the leg, Hoffman scores! A great bounce to Mike Hoffman, and he puts it home on the power play to give Ottawa a 2-1 lead. We'll call that a favorable bounce in front as well as it can slide to the back door for Mike Hoffman. He makes no mistake on that play, but it all starts with good puck movement at the top of the umbrella. Back to the point, Dion Phaneuf's going to play catch with Eric Carlson. Right over to Turris for the one-timer, that's going to hit Bortuzzo slide right onto the stick of Mike Hoffman. A bad break for the Blues. Bertuzzo didn't even know what hit him. Well, it was the puck. I'm sure he knew that afterwards. And Hoffman's right there to get the bounce off of uh, Bertuzzo to get his 13th goal. It was a power play goal. Gives the Senators a 2-1 to one lead. Uh, Turris got his 15th assist and Fanu got his 12th assist. And that was at 13-26. Still, though, guys, the Blues... Didn't look like that affected him. They continued to play well uh, for the next minute or so. And then a very strange play. And I think this really turned the game around big time. Um, 
They shot the puck in. Hutton made a save. He was holding it on his uh, stick side against the post for probably, from what I count, six to seven seconds. You couldn't see the puck. Bobby Ryan comes up. The uh, referee's right there watching it. And Bobby Ryan just starts pounding on um, Carter Hutton's leg with a stick. And they're not blowing the whistle. So he pounds enough to get the puck in. And this was a turning point. And I think this was a wrong call by the refs. And I'm not being a homer. It was a wrong call by the refs. He's got the Zingle and Ryan with him. In comes the Zingle. Works it around Shatner. A centering pass. Hutton got a pat on that on the rebound. They score. Hutton couldn't hold it. And it's tapped home by Bobby Ryan. Ottawa leads 3-1. to one. Bobby Ryan sticks with it, but this all starts with a turnover in the neutral zone by Patrick Berglund. Ryan Dezingle is going to use his speed to get to the net, throw the puck towards the net. There's Berglund trying to change angles. It rolls right through. Terrace turns that puck over, pops it up to Dezingle. He takes it wide, tries to throw it to the net, and there you see Bobby Ryan at the last second realizes that Carter Hutton hasn't sealed that post and the puck is sitting there. Sorry, Ottawa announcers, that uh, puck was sealed. But it would be Bobby Ryan's ninth goal, Zingle's 14th assist, and Turris's 16th assist. And that was at 14.51 of the second period. And Ottawa takes a 3-1 to lead. After that, the Blues looked a little deflated. For the next couple of minutes, Ottawa kind of took the play to them. They had a couple chances, but you could tell they were a little deflated. But you know what? What's great to see about this team is even though they get a little deflated at times, they came back strong at the end of the third, uh, second period. Sorry, guys. And with about 56 seconds left, Kevin Shattenkirk gets his ninth goal of the season to make it three to two. By Ryan. And now Yashkin picks it up for St. Louis. At the line, Shattenkirk. Shattenkirk he scores! Shattenkirk! And it's three to two! Big time knuckle puck right there from Shattenkirk. And it fooled the goaltender, Condon. Condon's expecting something high. It might have dropped a half a foot after Yuri Letera does an excellent job behind the net. Yashkin then punches it back to Vladdy. And this shot here fools the goaltender. A key goal. Definitely a key goal. The Blues needed this going into the third period. They, like I said earlier, they were starting to play better towards the end. And I think Ottawa kind of took some time off there because the Blues looked really good at the end of that second period. That would be Shattenkirk's ninth goal, Tarasenko's 25th assist. You know, he's not just a goal machine, he's an assist machine. And these teams are starting to realize he's a great passer. Uh, Yaskin gets his ninth assist on limited play this year. He's not looked too bad in the couple games he's been in recently. And like I said, that was 19 minutes and 14 seconds in to the second period, and the Blues were looking pretty good going into this third period, just down three to two. Uh, we we're wanting them to come out quickly in this third period. They came out quickly, and it wouldn't take them very long to tie this game on a power play goal by Alexander Steen. Stasny to the line, now Petrangelo. Broussard's back on, along with Steen. Steen gets a chance. He shot by Alexander Steen coming out of the penalty box. He and Broussard at the same time. And you can see here, Petrangelo looked over his right shoulder. And then he plays it down low and what a pass by Shattenkirk. I mean, it is a beauty. 
And Alexander Steen, he just lets this one rip by the defenseman, through the goalie, and into the net for a 3-3 game. Big statement by the Blues to come out and get that first goal in the third period. Great power play goal by Alexander Steen, his sixth of the year on an awesome shot. Uh, Steen ain't going to miss from right there very often. And uh, that's his sixth goal. Shattenkirk is 21st assist. Petrangelo is 14th. So Shattenkirk's having a great game as usual for the Blues. And that's just a minute and 35 seconds into the third. And we've got ourselves a game, boys. And it's three to three. I mean, just an awesome game so far. It's not the dominance that we've seen against the uh, uh, San Jose Sharks. It's more of like that Anaheim Duck game. Just a close, close game. Both teams playing very well. The Blues... I don't know, for some reason, when they got this lead, they looked very lackadaisical right after that off the faceoff, and they were not able to get the puck out of their end. It, I mean, the Blues had it for 15, 20 seconds. Several guys had it and could have gotten it out. Schwartz was the last guy to have it, and it was stolen by Mark Stone, and Stone would not waste this opportunity on this turnover, and he gave Ottawa a 4-3 to three lead on this goal. Hit Stone from the shot from Hoffman, and he turned on the play. Now Stone with a steal, works in, shoots, scores! Stone with a steal and the goal, and Ottawa's back in front. What an unreal play here by Mark Stone. As I was pointing out, I think he got hit by the, the initial offering by Mike Hoffman. He was battling for position in front. Pareko and him pushing, he hits, gets hit right there. Falls down, laboring a little bit as that's... Not a comfortable area, let's call it that. Then gets back into the play. Turnover right along the wall. Good heads up play by Stone on his stick, off his stick, and he beats Carter Hutton. Short side shelf with a quick snapshot. I don't think Carter Hutton was expecting that quick of a shot because Stone could have passed it to another guy that was trailing just a little bit behind him and uh, to the opposite side of the ice. But Stone went ahead and took the shot and got his 14th goal. It was unassisted, as I said, after he stole it from Jaden Schwartz uh, in uh, the Blues end. That was just a minute after uh, Steen had tied it 3-3. Three to three. So the Blues give up a quick goal. Just sad to see, uh, you know, for the second time tonight. It's it's just not good to give up uh, quick goals like that, and it kind of deflates you. But um, Ottawa wasn't done. They continued to put pressure on Carter Hutton. The Blues, though, however... We're doing their own part to try to come back in this game and tie it at four to four, but they weren't unable to. And 13 minutes and 53 seconds into the third period, Mike Hoffman would give Ottawa a two goal lead at five to three. Korbietsky with it. Now Pajot sends it back. Hoffman scores. Wow! What a feed from Pajot and Hoffman snipes. To give Ottawa a two-goal lead. Lord, what a release by Mike Hoffman. You're right, Jean-Gabriel Pajot, full marks for this pass. There's not many guys in the league that can make that play, that one-timer from Mike Hoffman. Wicked release, short side on Carter Hutton. That would be Hoffman's second goal of the game to increase the lead to 5-3, to three, and it would be his 14th of the season. Pajot gets his 11th assist. Pyatt gets his seventh assist, and that was at 13.53 into the third period. At this point, you know, the Blues, it, I don't think they gave up, but it didn't seem to have a great sense of urgency. This two, this goal to give uh, Ottawa a two-goal lead really deflated them. 
and uh, Ottawa was able to get an empty net goal uh, by Mark Stone just a couple minutes later, uh, his 15th of the season. Mark for Stone. Mark Stone's got an empty net, walks in and scores. Mark Stone, the empty net goal, and Ottawa has a 6-3 lead. Mark Stone has been brilliant all game long. It's nice to see him get rewarded for a strong game. Ottawa takes a commanding three-goal lead on this goal by Stone. It was assisted by Broussard, his 13th assist, and by Smith, his 10th. And like I said, it was Stone's 15th goal of the season. It was 18 minutes and 47 seconds into the third. The Blues, the Blues bring Carter Hutton back in net, and uh, they weren't done. I, one thing I'll say for the Blues, they don't give up, and they got within two goals of the Senators on this goal by Patrick Berglund, one of the hottest players in the league. Perron steps into the Ottawa zone. Perron a pass back. Perron's in a shot, and they score! It might have been tipped in by Berglund. Get it to the front of the net. Good things happen. Berglund continues his hot play. David Perron kept it in on the right side. And a nice little play by Joel Edmondson. And you can see both Gaskin and Berglund are going to the net, but the defenseman's got his head up all the way, looking for a tip, one hand on his stick, and Berglund scores. That goal would make it 6-4, to four, but just not enough time for the Blues uh, to come back. There was just 58 seconds left in the third period. That would be Berglund's 11th goal. Just amazing. Edmondson's ninth assist and uh, Perron's 14th assist, and that was at 19 minutes and 12 seconds into the third. And the Blues lose this one to Ottawa 6-4. to four. Uh, you know, the Blues didn't play terrible. It was just an open type of game. That's just the type of game it was. Uh, there was some good defense played. Both goalies made some good saves, but it just, you know, the Blues just couldn't come up on top and and uh, come back from the deficit that they got behind with. It's impossible to do that when you have to keep continuing to come behind. It's much games. easier, you as you all know, to play with the lead. Uh, let's you know? go ahead yeah, and I go mean, over the stats. Um, yeah, the Blues lose you know, a few of those same mistakes, like you said, that we Ottawa were making. Uh, to 23, 15, and 4 you know, they, with the they win. Play the Blues fall to 23, 17, and 5. They, you know, they, Shots they're not as physical. Even. I think we just Ottawa came off the Royals. Three physical teams. We're used to guys finishing every check, and these guys are a little more, not passive, but they keep their speed. They kind of cheat on the pass. The big difference was that goal by Bobby Ryan. You know, that, that sort frozen. of anticipation was what uh, broke up a lot of plays the for them and, and allowed them to, to press, turn pucks over on us. That was a huge, and, um, huge goal. You know, we, we uh, Stone gets, like you said, uh, we did a lot of good things. Um, we thought we possessed uh, the puck really well in the offensive uh, zone. We really, you know, Peugeot seemed to manhandle them there. And but, assist, that goal um, fifth. Not enough, Bobby Ryan you know, gets that not goal enough time that probably shouldn't have been allowed and the puck should have been frozen. Gives nine. Tourist gets two assists and Condon makes 19 saves. On the blue side, Peter Stasny gets his 11th goal. Shattenkirk gets a goal in an assist. That goal would be his, actually, Shattenkirk just gets a goal. His ninth. Steen gets a power play goal. His sixth and an assist. And Burton, one of the hottest players, and he gets his 11th Guys on the wall, one of our Hutton best players, guy that saves. we always know we can count um, on, and you know, you know he's, he's this, looking this for the right play. The play is to, Let's go ahead. you know, he has the time there. Uh, get the lead side D-man coming up on the far side, and, and Carter Hutton, Shattenkirk, and Ken Hitchcock had to say about the game. Uh, you know, it, it it hits a stick. I mean, we we talk about execution a lot, and and that's. Uh, you know what we all need to do. Uh, there, there's you know countless times during the game where that's going to happen. Um, but you know it just it happened to be him tonight, and I think that's uh, it's a tough a tough one because like I said, when he gets the puck on the wall, 
you know, we're all pretty confident that he's getting that puck out. The Ryan goal. Did you feel like Carter had the puck covered up there? Is that what you're, what you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, I, I, I wasn't. You know, he his explanation. I didn't. You know, we didn't really agree with. I think he said that from his angle, it doesn't look doesn't look like Carter has the puck covered. Um, you know, clearly on the replay, it looks like he has his blocker over it. Uh, you know, so it was something that I think we weren't. You know, I think we still don't agree with, but. Um, you know, it's a tough one. Again, it's it's a turnover that leads to that and, and not putting pucks in the right places. And, uh, you know, that's what that team does. They put that puck right back at your net, you know, within seconds. Is it just, do you feel like you had that covered up there yeah, at the I post? Did. I didn't really think that, I, I don't know, we kind of had a an argument in the third period about it. I came over to stake his claim that he would have liked more pad coverage on it. But I just said, I thought from his point of view, I, I don't know how he doesn't blow the whistle. You know, I thought in the third there's a play where we generate the puck at the net, and then there's a quick whistle. You know, I, I don't know. I'm going to – I don't know. Yeah, it's frustrating. I think from his point of view, I don't see how there's not a whistle. There's not really much else I can do. I'm trying to stay on the post the best I can, and the guy pokes it in. But well, it's, done, it's done now. It seemed like yeah, there was a lot of time between you having it and yeah. you ever experience anything like that? Yeah, I, that I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, like – it's such a like the way we play on the post nowadays. Like with that position, it, you know, you are vulnerable when pucks get stuck in your skates like that. But I thought it was like I had it covered enough under my skate. Um, and at that point, I, I'm just trying to battle to like anchor myself onto the post so I don't, you know, come loose um, with the puck underneath me. You know, and from there, he said that he would have liked more coverage. So that's his opinion, and you know, he's the ref, and that's the way it goes. Can you feel the puck on a play like that? I mean, do you? Well, it was kind of a weird play, like a broken play kind of came off. And, yeah, but I, I'm, like, fighting to seal the post. And I, I don't know I don't know what to tell you guys here. Like, he, you know, he, he said he's the ref. He made the call. And obviously a tough one to swallow. Was this disappointing because you gained all the momentum getting the late goal in the second, get a quick one there in the third, and now you've got everything going for yourself. And it seemed like what's been biting you guys lately, turnover. And it's yeah. Been yeah, I, I think, like, it seemed like tonight. Like, I, I thought we just sometimes right in the slot, lots of, like, looks. Um you know, frustrating. I, I, I thought I could have been better. I, you know, try to battle out there and, you know, obviously a quick turnaround, but it's, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It was obviously a tough one to swallow and, uh, you know, but we can't really uh, dwell on it here because it, it, it doesn't stop now. The fourth goal was a killer. It was a killer. Had puck support there. Left it, didn't clear it, had it on her stick three times. Forwards left the winger. Turn it over, and that's the game. Are there times where you've seen it before where you feel like you have an easy out with the puck and that doesn't seem like it's difficult to get the puck out of the zone? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, you know, just to come back after the trip we had, to come back and make it 3-3 and have the momentum and give it back that quickly is disappointing. You know, we made we, we weren't crisp with the puck, but we managed it well enough in the second period to build some momentum, and that second goal gave us all the momentum, and then to tie it up and then have two chances after that, and then we just we didn't manage the puck very well on the boards today. We didn't we weren't as determined and as uh, effort based on the boards as we were in the two games previous. I, I, I'm not understanding. What do you mean? Yeah, I, I don't know.
I don't know about that. Well, I mean, you're down two goals. It's a whole four situation. There's three minutes left. We just, you know, we have set plays, and you still end up on the boards with the puck. You got to win the board battles. That's we've lost a lot of board battles with goalie pulled, quite frankly. On that fourth goal, well, Jaden loses the puck, but should there are other forwards, other guys, other people there to help him? Well, we had a chance to get it out twice. And then the third time was the turnover. But on the third time, we, we didn't stay patient with the winger. We left him. So. On the other goal, on the goal, it looked like Hutton had it. He had it there. I don't know. Something probably we'd like to talk to the officials about. But, you know, he said it was not reviewable. They declared it a goal. And Hutt said he had it in his pad. He did have it in his pad. And, Referee said he saw the puck. So, he's not getting any chances. He's not getting near enough chances either. So, something we've got to talk about. Not scoring is one thing, but he's not getting any grade A chances. He's not getting any quality chances. There's no second chances. So that's something we've got to talk about. How we construct things. Well, we built a lot of momentum off of that. We had some great shifts in the second, and we got to build momentum off of that. But we we didn't. You know, the the second goal was kind of fluky, and then the third goal was allowed them to sit back a little bit more. They front pucks a lot, so we didn't get a lot through, even though we had zone time. But this is a frustrating loss, you know, to mount come back and come all the way back and then give it away like that. It's a frustrating loss right now. No, they 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 checked. They played hard. They got speed. They got a heck of a hockey club. They 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 played hard. They checked hard. They they checked differently, but they checked hard. I just think, you know, you you build all the momentum, you just don't want to give it away that quick. Hitchcock is dead on. They built that momentum against the Sharks and against the Ducks and played, I would say, two of their best games of the year. And they come in here and, you know, they didn't play bad, but Ottawa just played better. And I'll agree with uh, Ken Hitchcock. Ottawa's a faster team. And, uh, you know, Shattenkirk had said they they were not a soft team but didn't hit as hard. I'm with Hitchcock. They did hit hard, but it seemed like they would hit and immediately get a little bit of a release from their player. And they would be in those passing lanes and the blues had two chances on that uh, one that Schwartz gave up to get the puck out. And Schwartz was the one that just couldn't get it out and gave it up. And that was uh, the four to three lead that they got. And then there was that goal that uh, with Bobby Ryan, that probably should have been blown. And that was a huge blow to them, a huge difference between uh, being down two to one and then three to one and coming back all the way and tying it and then giving up that goal uh, due to the fact you can't get the puck out of your own end. That was key. That was just huge for the Blues. Why don't we go ahead and uh, look at the standings right now as of today, uh, Wednesday the 18th, around 3 o'clock Central. The Blues right now are 7th in the Western Conference. They have allowed 7 more goals than they've scored. 
there's Calgary has 51 points. The Blues have 51. But between the Blues at 6th and Dallas at 11th, there's only five points separating them. The Blues are very close to being a wild card team here. And, you know, I can't emphasize it enough. And I know you guys are probably sick of me saying it. They've got to be more consistent. They didn't play bad against Ottawa. They just didn't play their best games like they did against San Jose and against um, the Ducks. And they didn't get the calls they needed, such as that uh, puck that should have been frozen by Bobby Ryan. And they made mistakes such as the one by Jaden Schwartz not being able to get it out of the zone and giving it up in the blue zone for that fourth goal. Those were the keys to the game. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be a tough game on Thursday. They'll be playing Washington, and that's at 7 p.m. It'll be at Fox Sports Midwest and also KMOX Radio. And, um, you know, Washington's one of the hottest teams coming in after that. Uh, the Blues are going to have tough games. Their next two after that are on the road against the Winnipeg Jets, and that's at 2 p.m. Central on Saturday. And then they got a couple days off, and they got to play Pittsburgh on Tuesday, the 24th. And that game's going to be on in, uh, NBC Sports and also KMOX. So this is going to be a tough time for the Blues. These aren't going to be easy games, these next three games. They must go 2-1. and one. They can't go 1-2. and two. I said that before their road trip against uh, the Kings, uh, the Sharks, and the Ducks. And after the first game, I was very skeptical. But they come back and play their two best games of the season. And they need to continue that against uh, the Capitals, the um, Jets, and the and the Penguins. They've got to continue this this play, this hard nosed play, the play where they're taking a chance, they're taking a few chances, but they're taking their opportunities and doing great things with them. So that will be it for this episode of the Drop Podcast and this game recap for the Blues against the Senators the game that was played on January 17th of 2017. You know I'll be back Friday for another recap of the Blues versus the Capitals. I want to thank everybody for joining me. Thank everybody for downloading the podcast and listening and in. I've been your host, Lance Descott. Come on, Blues. You've got to continue to improve. Play like you did again at San Jose and Anaheim. And, hey, you'll be very well off at the end of the year. You won't have to worry about your playoff position. That's it for me. Until next time, guys, have a great day, a great rest of your week, and let's go Blues. This has been The Drop Podcast. You can email The Drop at theofficialdrop at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at officialthedrop. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, Stitcher.com, and ShoutEngine.com. 